1: It's the Score North Twin Show.
2: All right, where, where are we at here? They lost yesterday. I don't think it matters. I'm not as interested in, like, the daily grind of wins and losses here. Like, they didn't even, they wouldn't have uh, just sat Carlos Correa the whole game, you know, in a close game, right? They're, I think they're just trying to piece together this thing until the finish line. But where, where are we at with the magic number right now, boys? Nine. Nine? Guardians won right? Okay. No. Uh,
1: oh, Guardians that, that's right. That's lost right.
2: last yesterday in the bottom of the night. They lost two or three, oh. that's right.
0: In, in fact, I think I think they lost two or three to San Francisco, and in both cases, old friend Lamont Wade. Late night, night Lamont. In, who night was Lamont. late afternoon Lamont, as our friend Jake DePew texted me, he was late afternoon Lamont yesterday, and two nights ago, late night Lamont, which is a
2: great name. That's a, of, that's of all a the... Podcast. Of all the, it should be, That's of, all, of all the podcast. Twins moves that we have lamented and complained about the last two or three years, choosing Jake Cave over Lamont Wade was, it's one that I think only we still lament. Lamont? Lament?
1: And and didn't they claim some guy, Sean Anderson was the guy they got from the Giants and he like got DFA'd 48 hours later after getting yeah. rocked?
2: They the uh, they pitched him like five times because the, the trade was made I think in spring training or before spring training and then they it was like May that they said goodbye to Sean Anderson. So they literally let like a really good starting outfielder go for a mid-level reliever. But that's neither here nor there because the Twins have a seven-and-a-half game lead in the American League Central. They're sitting here uh, ready to clinch the division at any time. Maybe it happens. They've got six home games, what, against the A's and the Angels coming up. So maybe this thing happens at home. I guess we'll find out. But here's my question for you guys before we get to our immaculate grid. They've got some pitchers on rehab assignment here. They've got reinforcements on the way. I'm going to also put Louis Varland in this discussion because Louie has been, um, they're test driving him as a reliever, and he's had a couple really good stints. I think he had one where he gave up some runs, uh, but he's looked really good as a firefighter a couple different times, so I'm going to put him in here. But of the cavalry that might be returning here to your bullpen, you got Louis Varland's Louis up right now. Bailey Ober could be a guy that you add as a as a reliever on a playoff roster. He's going to continue to start here, but he's probably a reliever option. Mm-hmm. Brock Stewart. Brock Stewart might have been your best reliever for the first like two months of the season. He's on a rehab assignment. Chris Paddock is on a rehab assignment. And then Jorge Alcala has been hurt for seemingly the last two or three years, but he is working his way back here too. Who are you most excited about here? Who do you think? Give me like a couple guys you say, boy, if you could get these two guys, if, if and I think Varlin's one for me, but if you could get yeah. these two guys, it kind of changes the way you feel about a playoff series. Varlin for sure. And I, I was there a couple of nights ago when he
0: came in for Joe Ryan in the fifth with two guys on, two outs. But, I mean, that, that was a pickle right there. And yeah. Tampa Bay is no joke. And he got a fly out to left, and then proceeded to pitch uh, the next inning and got three and struck out the side. And then I believe in the next one he did give up um, a base runner, but that guy was erased on a double play. So for sure, Varland stuff, in my opinion, plays. And and I'm not as worried about his youth. Like when they brought in guys like Stashek and stuff, I'm still like, what are you doing there? If you do that with Varland and it goes sideways, I'm a lot less likely to question it. So I feel like him for sure. I'm going to give you one because I'm really curious about this and I think there's no question, especially first round, he's in the the bullpen and his starts have been spotty but we've talked about this guy quite a bit. Playoff experience out of the bullpen. I'm going to give you Kenta Maeda. Mm -hmm. I am really curious and I think that this is, like, that's the thing about this. So the twins are going to take some heat for not going out and getting more bullpen help at the deadline, and at that time, and I still, I defend him because I'm not going to give up with some some of the prospects and players that this team has traded for nothing. So, like, if you were going to go out and get Sergio Romo, okay, I would rather have guys move to the bullpen, which is what they're doing, than give up a player to get a guy who is just basically a Band-Aid who might not be that great. And Maeda intrigues me because of his experience, his savvy, and there are times when he has looked damn good. So Varland and Maeda intrigue me in what I consider to be a very much a reworked bullpen for the playoffs. So I'm not like, well, the bullpen sucks and it's status quo, blah, blah, blah. Well, one, it doesn't suck. But two, uh, those two guys to me really bolster it. And so those, those are my two Dex.
1: So I like Louie. I like Kent and Maeda. Um, Paddock's intriguing to me. The thing with, the state of the bullpen and we don't take a lot of stock and rightfully so into wins and losses for pitchers but griffin jacks lost his 10th game for the season yesterday He's made 65 appearances yeah he has 10 losses he tied a record twins basically one in every six appearances yeah he has lost a game for the twins
2: I he's, do he's take got, stock. He's got 16 decisions. He's got more decisions than uh, Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray does, yeah. It's old school, man. <laughs> That's old school right there. So uh, I do take stock
1: in losses for relief pitchers, because that does matter. Um, and griffin Jax is probably still going to make this playoff rotation. I think you legitimately fear Griffin-Jacks more than, or Twins fans are probably more nervous now about griffin Jackson and Emilio Pagan. Yeah. Which is a complete 180 from a year ago, and hell, from three months ago, probably. Um, so, yeah, I, Louis Varlin's interesting. Um, Kenta Maeda's interesting. Dallas Keuchel, I, I don't know. I I can't really get a feel how I how what, if I want him on the playoff rotation or playoff a uh, bullpen at all. But I feel pretty good about some of these new guys that are that are coming up.
2: Brock Stewart, you know. He made the twenty-five appearances, and he, by the way, he hadn't pitched in the major leagues before two thousand twenty-three. Since two thousand nineteen, this is a guy going back to his days with the Dodgers. <clears throat> he was a pretty highly touted arm. Uh, broke into the big leagues in two thousand sixteen. He was he made some starts. He was kind of a stop-start. You know, he'd show some flashes here and there. And it all clicked at age 31 for him for the first 25 games of this year. And I think what I'm trying to figure out here is because he's never really been... like the, the last time he was dominant in a professional baseball season was as a starter with the Dodgers in 2018 in AAA. So, so what we're seeing with Brock Stewart, if he comes back, what we saw in the first 25 games, he's never really been that for a full season. I just... I want to be excited about him. I think they should put him on the playoff roster. I'm wondering how much of those 25 games were just like a glass slipper and a carriage that's about to turn into a pumpkin. I don't know. What I do know about Akenta Maeda, for instance, is that dude has pitched in 25 playoff games, I think 24 of those outings as a reliever, 21 of the outings as a reliever. He made three starts for the Dodgers in 2016 against the Nats and the Cubs. And then he made the score, the five scoreless innings start against the Astros for the Twins in 2020. And his relief career is lights out. Like I know we're getting a lights out potential reliever in Kent Maeda in the playoffs, so I'm excited about him. Yep. I know Louis Varlin throws 100 miles an hour, 98, 99, 100 when he when he wants to hump it up. Uh, and so if you can like, we almost should redo the bullpen confidence rankings based on these guys on rehab assignments. But we kind of did this with Doogie on the scoop, but. In a perfect world, if I could slot in, so you got Duran number one, and then Thielbar as a lefty, I think we all agree, is up there too. If I can get playoff Kenta Maeda, if I can get gas-throwing Louis Varland, and if I can get the first 25 games of this year version of Brock Stewart, you can do a lot of damage in a playoff series with those guys coming out of the bullpen. And that doesn't even count like if Griffin Jacks comes back to old form, uh, if another lefty emerges, like a Funderburk or somebody. So, I don't know, I think I agree that they probably needed an extra arm at the trade deadline, but I also agree that they weren't in a position where you should be giving up a lot of capital to add to this year's team. So the fact that they have a handful of arms sort of coming back into the mix in that bullpen as you start to go down the stretch here is a really, really interesting development. And the thing, too, is I do like the
0: fact, because we, we um, certainly, and I think rightfully so ripped this team a lot, but I like the fact that they're open to, to th- these moves. Like the Varlin move to me is great. Like that's the exact type of forward thinking move that you want. And so it's not like, well, Griffin jackson has been good. He's just going to come back and it's going to be fine. They're like, no, okay, we'll do something else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be the bullpen itself in the playoffs to me is going to be as if they did make some trades between guys coming back off of, uh, injury but also off of starters that can be converted
2: yep yep the converting of starters it's it's not something that every starter can do and so the twins are in a unique position where they literally have a starter that they can convert that has been lights out as a reliever he's done this before in maeda so there's there's going to be some other teams where it's like oh can we take our fourth starter that's never pitched out of the bullpen before so they they're doing it yes. with Varland as a test run so he'll be comfortable in a month from now or 3 weeks from now and we already know about Maeda so they have kind of an advantage and maybe a head start on some other teams.
0: Now has uh has Paddock
2: pitched at all previously from the bullpen? Um I think he's made some appearances. Let me pull up his okay. his uh And he might be a long shot Padres just be,
0: because of you know the fact he's missed so much time and what he's coming back from but he's one I don't know if What his bullpen history is? Uh,
2: He made one relief appearance in two thousand twenty-one, and that that for all we know could have been like a an opener, and then into Chris Paddock. Sure, he made four relief appearances in the Marlins system when he was nineteen years old in two thousand fifteen. So
0: he's probably a long shot, a little bit more.
2: You should be working him. I don't know what they're. Is he starting for? uh, Is it Wichita right now, or is he? Because he he should be working on the bullpen. Fort
1: Myers. He was with Wichita. Fort Myers ago. Um, yep. And then Wichita and um, what they, what the luxury they have here is, you know, knock on wood, they're probably going to clinch division in the next seven to 10 days at the most. You're going to have like a week or so of the regular season left to basically rest your starters and get these guys, the, the bullpen arms used to this new regimen, right? Like you can start making Kenta Maeda out of the bullpen. You can put Chris Paddock in the bullpen. You can kind of test run these guys. They, The last week of the season for the twins is basically going to be spring training and getting healthy, getting healthy season. It's just trying to see of which guys can fit into these new roles. And that's the luxury you have of hopefully clinching this division pretty early.
2: So he's, yeah. So they're, they're kind of climbing the ladder with Paddock. So he, he made his first rehab start, excuse me, uh, for, for, for the a ball Fort Myers, uh, mighty muscles team. He is starting, but some of this is like, it's let's go three innings and then let's go four innings. If he gets the call to be on the big league squad, I don't like if if like for instance if he's going to be on the playoff roster it has to be as a reliever so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if they twist his role um he went on what day is today Thursday is it's been Tuesday night for Wichita uh he pitched 4 innings that's double a and then he'll continue to to climb the ladder but he need obviously needs more than two rehab starts before you can i think put him in a, a major league be- game
0: I, I would be extremely concerned if they were banking on him for the playoffs. Like he's yeah. going to go in the bullpen. It's going to work out. I'd be like, I'm not so sure about that. But on Varland and Maeda, I'm pretty sure right there. And so if Paddock can pitch from from the pen, that's nice. That's great. But if he can't, it's, not, it's, it's just not going to be a big deal. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if he's not, at least in the first round, even on the playoff roster. I think yeah. they put Ober on the playoff roster. Like, if, if they had that decision to make to a guy that might have to come in and pitch some, I think they'd go Ober over Paddock, unless Ober, when he gets a start here now, is a complete mess. Yep. Don't you?
2: Yeah, I think so. It, but there's a chance. That's the thing, too. Like, how comfortable do they feel pushing Ober Beyond, I mean, he's already beyond his career professional innings limit. Like, what is he? What is as you get further and further up that ladder into, you know, atmosphere that you've never really breathed in yeah. as a pitcher before? I just I don't know specifically how he's going to react to that and how they feel about it. Like, if because I guess my issue would be, okay, uh, you're now thirty or whatever forty innings now past your professional high, and you're pitching in a playoff game against the Rangers lineup or something. And your arm just falls right off. Is that a, well, like, is that a scenario that you want to, can you live with that if you lose a playoff game because you leaned on him and he just, you know, it was fatigue playing out in real time.
0: Yeah, if it's between him and Paddock, I'm not sure, though. Like, I've, like, bo- both Paddock's fresh, me, man. Paddock is fresh. Oh, that's the thing, though, is and, and plus, he's got a lot of team control. Don't forget that, Phil.
2: He does have a lot of team control. But once you, I guess, generally, though, once you trust a guy that He's fresh and he's coming off of Tommy John. It's not like they're rushing him back. It's been 15 months since the surgery, and if he's, let's say, he's mowing down minor league hitters, and you had one last spot for a long guy on your playoff roster, would you trust the guy that has a lot of innings to make up because he's been sitting on the sidelines, or would you trust the guy that's about 40 innings beyond where he's already uh, where he's ever pitched before? You know? Yeah, I'm not
0: sure. I'd
2: like to see Paddock. I guess, pitch before I determine that. Uh, you might be able to go over to St. Paul and watch him pitch question, no. some point. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. next week, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think he's... Yep, yep. So, um, and by the way, in terms of when the Twins could clinch the division, so the magic number is nine, and they play, is it six or seven games? I think it's seven games it's on seven the road. Game road trip. So I think those the, the home games against the Angels and the A's in like a week... Unless like, I guess if you take, let's say it's seven, if you go five and two and Cleveland loses four games, then you might clinch in Cincinnati next, you know, Wednesday or something. But it looks like they might clinch against the angels at home in a week. If Mm -hmm. you start to do that math, Mm -hmm. maybe we might be there. We're going to be there hosting a bunch Mm -hmm. of listeners in the executive balcony Saturday, the 23rd. Yeah. So we could see them clinch.
0: Spray oh, champagne. Some champagne. Because we'll be on the twins deck. So like we'll, there is going to be tons, champagne. Tons of all champagne. The yeah. Tons of champagne. <laughs> Max Declan
2: party. Let's make it happen. Um, hey, before we get to our Immaculate Grid challenge of the day here, let's shout out some friends over at Power Lodge. You know, maybe part of our celebration can be spraying champagne while jumping off a Bennington pontoon that we get from Power Lodge or Miller Marine. Responsibly, of course. Great idea. Just a great.
0: I love it. Yes.
2: There are three Power Lodge locations in Brainerd, Anemia, Ramsey, and then, of course, Miller Marine in St. Cloud. Whether it's uh, land or on water, it all starts at the Power Lodge for your throttle therapy. There's Judd teaching his friends how to fish. Look no, him, I'm right drinking. There. No, no, no.
0: That was me with a beer can. <laughs> I'm watching. Uh, look, look. I'm there driving right there. There's Declan. He's young. <laughs> I'm talking to my sports son.
2: Yeah, throttle therapy. It's all about Throttle Great therapy. commentary. So. There's Declan. He's young. <laughs> well, that kid, that kid with bushy hair, looked like a young Declan to me. Powerlodge.com and Millermarine.com to get your throttle therapy. All right, what's on the grid today here, Dex? All right, let's get her up here. Another one, Jed will probably have disdain for, like always. Oh man, we got Gold Glovers and Hall of Famers. So here's here's hall what of we're looking for. I don't for. Mind
0: as much. Gotta admit
2: that. This is where, yeah, we're gonna have to tap into some of our old school knowledge. So we're looking to go nine for nine. If you're new to the Immaculate Grid, welcome to the greatest game ever played, ever invented. <laughs> nine for nine is immaculate. Is. Anything less is a failure. And then if we want to build on it, we can aim for a low rarity score, meaning the more obscure the answers you can find, the better your rarity score. So we're looking for a Tampa Bay Ray who was once a Ranger, a Tampa Bay Ray who was once an Oriole, and a Tampa Bay Ray who was once a Padre. And then we're looking for a Ranger who was a Gold Glover, a Ranger who was a Hall of Famer, an Oriole who was a Gold Glover, an Oriole who was a Hall of Famer, and a Padre who was a Gold Glover, and a Padre who was a Hall of Famer. We're going to put eight minutes on the clock here, boys. We're up to eight now. It used to be five and it was six. Now it's eight. This is awesome. I think right. pe- people have said they don't mind us kind of dinking around here. All
1: right. Um, Jason Bartlett for Padres and Rays. It's a great one. It's
2: mm-hmm. a great one. Love that one. Let's try and do this with twins.
0: Well, that's Point the, eight. The, the next two Rays and Rangers or Baltimore. Nelson Cruz, That'll an option, high. an option for either one of those. Let's yeah. put, let's put Nelson oh, Cruz on the oh, list here. Delman oh. Delmon yes. Young, for birds Yeah, yep. Who are you going to say? John? Young. Yeah, that's right. Because oh, Delmon. Okay. Del, Delman won the. Um, was he the? He was the ALCS MVP, yeah. but that was with Detroit,
2: right? Yeah, not Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, let's put Delman in there. It'll be low. Five. Five percent. Trying to think of other former twins who were Rays and Rangers. Kyle Gibson never pitched for the Rays.
1: No. no. Fernando Let's Rodney? Say. Did he go to the Rangers? Ooh. That I don't know. I, don't know. I know. So I, I Matt Moore would work here. Like, um, yeah, Cruz would be high. Um. Pudge didn't go to the Rays, did he?
2: No. Mm. Corey Kluber. Kluber would work. Right? He pitched for both those teams. Yeah, and did Scott Casimir pitch for the Rangers? Uh,
1: the Angels, the Dodgers, the Rays. I think that he man he was in everywhere in the West. I think he pitched for like almost all of them. Let's the come
2: back to this one because we already have way. Nelson Cruz and Matt Moore. By the way, is that in Edwin Jackson territory? Well, the Rays for sure. Edwin Jackson definitely sure. pitched for the Rays. I don't know. We need to that. memorize the Edwin Jackson ladder. That's Sort of like the uh, Bobby Bonds one. We should have mm-hmm. that one. And Latroy Hawkins. Let's do Hall of Famers here, boys. So, okay. you know, we could do Jim Palmer here, Judd, and you could be correct. You could get your Jim no. Palmer mojo back. No, 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 no. I'm um, done with Jim Palmer. Cal Ripken, Jim Palmer. Pudge is in the Hall of Fame,
1: right? Oh, you he know what's in. a good one?
2: For or, Baltimore? Yeah, we're, we're thinking Baltimore here real quick. Oh, Baltimore. I'm sorry. For Baltimore, Reggie Jackson. He passed through Baltimore, huh? He did. It's a great one. But, Eddie, but, Eddie Murray passed through. But that's going to be
0: that's going to be a low like cuz Jackson will be a low one, right? Percentage-wise. It's,
2: it's, it's old and an obscure pass through. So yes. Yes. Cuz Murray spent most of his or a good portion of his career he started with 3%. Okay. Um
1: Vlad Guerrero back. would work for Texas cuz he's he spent his second to Ooh. last year with Texas. Mm-hmm. Um Vlad would have worked one. for the Orioles. Too, uh, so. Did Burt pitch for the Rangers?
0: Yes. Traded from the Twins to the Rangers.
2: Burt? That's a good one. Burt Bladerman, yeah. There you go. It's a former Twin, too. That was the second team.
0: Oh, 0. 09
2: 0. .9%. See, this is good. Oh, now boys. We're, oh,
0: we're tearing it up, boys. We're tearing Runner it up. Fi- we're Hall there of we well boys. Here.
2: So, okay, Padres, Hall of Famers. I mean, Trevor Hoffman's the, probably the obvious yeah. one. To- Tony Gwynn is an obvious one. Smith. Ozzie Smith. Smith. O- Ozzie Ooh. Smith started his career as a Padre. Now he is also a Gold Glover.
0: So we, as a we have Padre, a,
2: a, is he an obvious Gold Glover? For let's think of who are some. Do people know use he, Ozzie Smith as a as one of these? Right?
0: Do people know he played? Do people recall that he played for the Padres because he was a famous St. Louis Cardinals? My and he, it's and less he, obvious.
1: Here, and he won a Gold Glove with the Padres for sure,
0: right? Y- yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. He started. I think
2: he played two or three years okay. before he was traded for Gary Templeton. So yes. I'm trying to think, of, so the, the Padres had some dark eras there. Like they, they have not had that many great players. Gold Glove is interesting because sometimes random guys pop up. Who passed through San Diego? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of too. But they have to have. So for Hall of Famers, we can do a pass through. For Gold yes. Glovers, we need right. A... Right.
0: Oh, um, Padres. Dave Winfield. Oh, Dave Winfield. Yes. Yep.
1: Yes.
2: Boom. So we could use. Let's use Winfield for the Hall of Fame and Ozzy Smith for the Gold Glove. Okay. It's nine nine percent. That tells okay. me there's not that many Hall of Famers that have passed through San Diego. Okay, so Ozzy, 17 percent. Okay, that's a little it's, high, but it's it's you know, um, I've got
0: a, I've I've got a shortstop for the O's, old school. This guy same. was all glove, the lady. no breaks, all glove, no breaks, no bat. Mark Belanger, B E L A N G
1: E R. Mark Belanger. He was From sixty five to eighty two. Yes, great shortstop. I was gonna say Matt Wieners, but uh I'll take your word for it here. Three you percent right? all right, uh, Judley.
2: All right, so we need we need a ranger. We have we have answers for ranger ray we can work on, but we need a ranger who won a gold glove. Michael Young. I think what Michael glove. Young did. K- Kinsler for
1: sure. Palmero at That's first. That's a second base. base, it's easier. I feel like Palmero might be did too Pudge? obvious, though.
2: Win gold gloves. He oh, Pudge! Gloves. Pudge won gold gloves yeah. like every year, right? Yeah. So I there's feel like Pudge, K. Pudge, and Paul are going to be high, in my opinion. I <sighs> think of other randos. Did uh, okay? Here's here's one. Did Ru- Rusty Greer remember that left fielder from like oh, the nineties? Yeah. Did yeah, Rusty Greer him. win a gold glove? I don't remember. I don't
0: remember
1: that, but yes, you definitely. Uh, I do remember him. I feel Kinsler. like Rusty Greer won a gold glove. And, you, and didn't we have this debate with Paul before with gold glove did we get burned on it or did we confirm it after no he won
0: we want he won gold gloves because he could he he was so he got votes because he he could hit yeah and so he won gold gloves he shouldn't have he like won a gold glove in a year where he dh for almost the entire season
2: wow for the rangers or for the orioles we might have gotten burned down like an orioles gold glove Mm -mm. palmero thing Mm
1: -mm. Where I don't want to get burned. Did so Michael Kinsler, Young um, win a Gold Glove?
2: I don't. Know. I don't think so.
1: he played short. Like during an era where a lot of other guys, yeah. Were. Okay. K- Kinsler's All our right. safer one here. I still think it'll be probably in like the ten to twenty range, and maybe even higher. Pudge would be higher than Kinsler. Pudge right? is
2: going to be probably the highest. Okay. I'm trying to think of other ones. Besides, I, I'm thinking we go Kinsler, but I'm trying to think of other ones that we. I mean, Belt, Adrian Beltre,
1: Beltre. Yeah. He's going to
2: be high. I bet Kinsler's lower than Beltray. I agree. Let's go with Kinsler. I agree. Okay. Ian Kinsler. No. Oh no! Oh, I, I vouched for it too, Dex. I vouched for it I, too. Well, what? Damn it! What? I'm looking him up. up. I mean, he didn't win. He won the Gold Glove. What? Dex and I, Dex and I can wear that one together. I was sure that Ian Kinsler won a Gold Glove. No, I'm that. not. I'm not going to cast any aspersions after my week. Played like a decade. Oh man. That's a tough one. Alright, let's go. Uh
1: he won two at Detroit. You gotta be kidding me. He won
2: two in Detroit when he was a mid 30 year old. Hey, that can was... we just for fun, can we try a Rusty Greer? I mean we already failed, so that's why I hate gold gloves, Declan. Gold gloves are stupid. BS. No, no, he Rusty
0: didn't either. Did oh, okay. God that's that.
2: bless it.
0: That see? See, this is why I hate the gold glove category. And by the it's way. So, it's so hard. It's the hardest category. 14. And and idea for they never immaculate game. grid categories, because you're getting lazy like uh, gold gloves, okay? Here's here's a new category. I mean, it's okay. Category for guys who spent their entire career with one Funch. team. Oh, Rusty Greer uh, would
2: have fit that one.
0: Huh?
1: Cal Ripken. Beltre.
0: Beltre. Beltre. Puckett.
2: Beltray was Mike, obvious. Michael we Young were
1: won to... one. Okay, he so we won, got won. We,
2: we got tricky there. We got tricky. We we could. This is where like we oh, had answers that dude. were obvious. Dude, I so I thought this might have been a guy who did this,
1: and this would have been probably obscure as hell. Kenny oh, Rogers won four gold gloves oh, yeah. as a pitcher with the Rangers. Oh. Four. You know, like Greg Maddux, like yeah. Oh, right glove, Jim, Damn.
0: Jimmy Cott. We got cute, boys. We got cute. I'm telling you, my idea, though, is on point. One team, entire career. Immaculate grid. Make it happen.
2: I like it. You should that would submit, be more fun than gold Glove. You should submit that request to Baseball Reference. They should actually hire me. <laughs> Help them out. <laughs> idea guy. Judd will get. It always sucks. So you have, now we have to sit here for another day until we get another grid. Kinda, I just feel good, just good I didn't tough. blow it. Because I blew it last time. Okay, Kirk. So the loss I, wasn't I your at, fault, so I should have led K.J.
0: Osborne right into that damn safety, got him blown
2: up. Well, I was expecting a little You're bit right, more uh, like uh, early 80s it. Texas Rangers knowledge from you there, but that's fine. <laughs> I think Paul won one as a, but that that was pretty high.
0: I think Paul Merrill won him in Baltimore and Texas.
2: Let me look it up here. Rafael Palmero. the laziest
0: award because the managers just vote for guys who can hit.
2: Uh-oh. He did not win one in Texas. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. I take that back. His second stint in Texas. He won one. He won one in 1999. See? See? And I
1: bet his defensive war was like negative two.
0: Dude, it's the stupidest. The manager's vote. Kent Herbeck never
2: won one. He was a great fielding first baseman. In 1999. This is incredible. He won a gold gold glove at first base. He played 128 games at designated hitter. Yes. What? I told you. Yes. It, he played the, 28 games at first base and won a gold glove at first base. Yes. In 99. It's a joke. They should just get rid of it. Remember when Joe Maurer, like Eric Hosmer or somebody, won a gold glove over Joe Maurer? Yes. Yeah. At first base. Yeah, Amazing. All right. Well, we'll dust ourselves off and try again. It's okay. Try boss. again. It's okay. No. Hey, we... we we have, good. Real good. we have we have a division that's about to be clinched. We've yep. got playoff baseball on the horizon here. We will be going live for Twins Vent line after playoff games. So you can already start to clear your your schedules, probably afternoon games, and then we'll do a vent line on the Scornorth YouTube channel. It is the Scornorth Twin Show. It's okay. We just want the twins to win one damn playoff game. One damn playoff game. Ian Kinsler.